Bishop Johnson, we love you dearly, and we want you to come once again. I want you just to obey the Holy Ghost, whatever you feel tonight. Amen. We want you just to obey God. We love you so much. Well, praise the Lord. Won't you be seated a minute? And, uh, you know, at my age, you may be seated. Those are the sweetest words in the whole service. <laughs> uh, it's so good to see you here and the, our guest ministers that are here, those returning for what we'd call a homecoming. We're glad you're back. Amen. Isn't it great that uh, you can go out and come back? Some folks go out and they're not welcome to come back. <laughs> I'm glad I'm back. It tells me where I am in fellowship. I don't know of any one I'd rather be in fellowship with than the Riggins and with this church. Amen. Please don't disfellowship me. I, I promise I'll live right. I still will. God is uh, good to us. I want to thank the Riggins for the invitation and staying over. You know, only cost you $200. <laughs> I like to tease them. You know, you folks that come by and don't understand Brother Riggin, Brother Riley, and all the rest of us, hear us talking to one another, they, they don't understand how we love to. It's almost called harassing. <laughs> but we have such a good time. But sincerely, I want to. I want to thank them for this tremendous weekend, all the food, the places we've been. But the highlight of, uh, of this week has been going to Sister, Rid uh, Sister Riggins' table and eating the food she prepared today. How, how wonderful that was and the fellowship we had. And uh, my driver over here <laughs> drove me home, Brother Hilton. Had to, he took me home and took the load off his pastor, and I appreciated that. But I forgot my Bible and my, I forgot everything, and he ran back and got it for me. Thank you, Brother Hilton. Amen. It's, uh, I see that you're being trained very well. <laughs> and I'm not speaking of the pastor. <laughs> we, we gave him a young lady that can flat take care of him amen <laughs> she's such a doll and we appreciate all of you very much I don't know what else I'm supposed to thank you for the room is just tremendous uh, everything's as you would expect the Riggins to prepare it and have it done it's, uh, it's uh, you know perfect is always pretty good amen thank you so much it's been quite a service tonight. It sure started out with a roar. I wonder how we're going to end this. Man, I wonder how it's going to end up tonight. How many of y'all's tired? Only one, one voted for... <laughs> oh, brother. <laughs> hey, listen. You know what? Just wait till I get into my message. You'll see where we're going. God's good to us. Mama Jay sends her regards and, and her love. And uh, she's, uh, I noticed according to my app there that they locked the door and headed for church a little bit ago. 
And uh, I noticed also that I had a, a text from my son in the gospel in Tacoma. Said he was praying for me and loved me. Isn't that something? Man, it's great. I guess it's not really something, but it is to me. I appreciate everything God's doing. Well, I don't want to stand here and talk till it turns 79. Man, it's coming in a few days. So I'm going to get to the word of the Lord. There certainly was something else I was thinking of. I should have written it down, but we'll be all right. Man, I, I, uh, I just like this, the... I just like the way this little conference is, and uh, it don't have to grow to be big and dynamic. It needs to keep the spirit and, uh, and its purpose more than anything else. Praise God. I'm going to turn tonight to the word of the Lord, and uh, we'll, we'll read, read from God's good word, hallelujah, and I'm going to do my best. I, I'm learning to use these iPads like the young fellas do and uh, sometimes it sometimes it works and mine's set up so that my face turns it on and so it's kind of hard to get it to work bless y'all amen praise God and there we go Psalm 68 we're going to read tonight praise God amen your spirit right, right now does not match what I'm about to preach. Oh, yes, it does, too. You'll see what I'm talking about. Let's read from the word of the Lord. I will tell you this. Some time ago, I was early at the church and walking back and forth and prayed. And then uh, getting ready to leave, I walked down the hallway. And there's a, a tea hallway that joins... Uh, uh, our, our side hallway and as I walked past that I heard a voice say Bishop, Bishop turned it was Sister Webb our little German lady and uh, she said I don't want to impose but could I, could, I, could I give you something I said anything you got lady just, just whatever she said I have a scripture that I just feel impressed to give you and uh, so she did. And this is the scripture she gave me. And uh, boy, did it minister to me. And verse 9 says, Thou, O God, didst send a plentiful rain, whereby thou didst confirm thy inheritance when it was weary. Congregation hath dwelt therein. Thou, O God, hast prepared of thy goodness for the poor. God gave the word. I love that phrase. Great was the company of those that published it. Kings of armies did flee apace. And she that tarried at home divided the spoil. I'm not going to be explaining all of that tonight. Uh, dig into that yourself. Though you have lain among the pots, yet shall you be as the wings of a dove covered with silver and her feathers with yellow gold. I'm going to preach from the first verse, and I have one word I want to use as my title tonight. Thou, O God, didst send a plentiful rain, whereby thou didst confirm thy inheritance when it was weary. 
I want to simply preach weary. Somebody in the first phrases of this service said, I know that you're tired and, and uh, there's weariness around here. And I thought, boy, could it get any plainer than that? That God, amen, wants me to, to deal with that tonight. Amen. God, you dealt and helped your people when they were weary. Weary. Amen. Will you pray tonight? Ask God to help this weary preacher. Hallelujah. We need the help of the Lord in this house. God, in Jesus' name, lay your hand on us, Lord. Let us minister, O oh God. Praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God. Lord, in Jesus' name, Jesus' name. Jesus' name, you can be seated tonight. Bless you. I won't be long preaching, but uh, I, I just preach until, until something happens tonight. And I feel like something's going to happen tonight. Praise God. There needs to be an awakening in our spirits. But if I might, I would, uh, I would like to uh, preach. And uh, I don't want to leave out the first part. That God did send a plentiful rain, and He, whereby He did confirm thine inheritance when it was weary. He's speaking of His people. His people were His inheritance, and God Himself stated that they were weary. It's not a disgrace. To be weary. Both physically and mentally, we come to times when we are weary. Now, understand I'm not preaching worry. We'd have to treat that topic with a, 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 another uh, dose of the word. But we're talking about being weary. How many ever been weary? How many feel a little bit weary tonight? I'm not going to shoot you in the hand for you raising it. Man, we get weary. Man, and, and, and physically we get weary. We just uh, got one foot dragging behind the other. We get tired. Some of us have illnesses and situations to deal with. And then there's weariness of mind. That uh, the mind can get tired. The mind can get wore out. You deal with things and deal with things and, and try to overcome things and there is something that's wearisome about it. There's something that can cause you to lose the hope you're supposed to have. I don't know why I want to say this, but it was either you or one of the other brothers that I was riding with. We talked about the fact there are times when we can become so tired and our faith is depleted. We don't even have strength in our body to pray. And you know what? We need some friend who can have faith for us. 
who can touch God for us. I hope you don't misunderstand what I'm saying. I've been there, folks, when it seemed like my prayers didn't go through the ceiling, when my prayers was up against the wall and somebody just come by at just the right time and said, I perceive that you need a touch. Well, I needed more than a touch. I needed somebody to pray in my behalf. No, let's put it a different way. To pray instead of me praying. Because I couldn't pray. I'm, I'm helping somebody tonight. If you get to that place, somebody God will burden. I'm going to get off track, so I'm going to do my best to pull back. But uh, weary, weary. It's a word with, uh, I'm not even going to pronounce the, um, the Hebrew or whatever, but it has a primitive root. It means to tire. It means to be uh, faint, to grieve, to loathe, to weary, to become parched. And my wife doesn't like for me to use this word, but it, it, it means to be made disgusted. I told her I got Bible for being disgusted when I get weary. I got a right to be disgusted. <laughs> and so... And so you can see what all it means. You can see God's people were weary. God's people, his, his, his inheritance, his people. And he did confirm them. That simply means that God caused them to stand upright and erect. Praise God. When God's people get weary... God can send a rain that'll cause us to just stand up, to just stand up seemingly out of helplessness. He'll cause us to stand up and stand up erect. God, we need a rain. We need a rain. We need a rain of the Holy Ghost to cause the church to arise and stand forth in this, in this moment, in this hour. Man, now we'll tell you that the Bible gives us some precautions about, about weariness. And it's, it's all right to become weary. But it's not all right to become weary in well-doing. Y'all going to make me pastor a while, and I retired a long time ago. But, but, but hear me. I, I see folks that uh, they, they become weary in well-doing. Don't get weary in well-doing. You know, coming to church is part of well-doing. Do you ever get tired of going to church? You need to check it out. Don't get weary in well-doing. Don't get weary with praying. Don't get weary with worshiping. Amen. Oh, now I know there's limitations to the body. I saw tonight, y'all can go a lot longer than I can. Hallelujah. <laughs> But you understand what I'm saying. I'm not weary with worship. I never get weary with worship. I never tire of worship. That's well doing. Don't get weary with giving things to God, giving finances, giving yourself, whatever it is. Don't get weary with well doing. Amen. Amen. Don't get weary with well. Don't get weary. I want to come back to praying. 
don't get weary with praying. Weary with praying. Some of you mathematicians, would you, would you multiply uh, two times 40? Uh, 365 times 40 and double it? 365 times 40 and double it. Somebody got an answer? 17,000 what? Is what? Well, then I've been, I've been being very conservative about this. But if we did it just once a day, it would be close 17,000 and something. So thank you, bud, for being on your toes there and using your calculator. No, you wasn't counting on your toes. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, but you know, back 40 years ago, it's been two years now, 40 years ago, my sister-in-law left the church. She had been a preacher's wife. She left the church. 40 years, she's out of the church. My mom-in-law uh, got sick and ill, and it was a sickness unto death. And we were there a couple of years ago. Uh, and uh, Rogetta was out of the church. She was backslid. And uh, uh, she told Regetta, honey, I prayed for you. I prayed for you. I prayed for you at least twice a day for 40 years. Honey, please, please, before I die, come back to the Lord. Well, Regetta didn't. And uh, you just have to know my sister-in-law. She's a, now she's such a wonderful lady, but but she, uh, she, uh, she didn't, and uh, mom had prayed. Mom had prayed. But you know, it wasn't in a church service. It, it wasn't in a family gathering. It was one morning when she went into her bedroom, and she put on, was putting on her makeup and getting herself prepared for the day that right there in front of her little dressing table, there came a visitation of the Spirit. We know that it was prompted by 29,000 prayers for 40 years that said, I will not let my daughter go to hell. I'm going to pray, I'm going to pray. And mom prayed 40 years, night and day, night and day, for a regenerate to come back in the church. And that morning the Holy Ghost visited that room and she prayed through in her bedroom all by herself. She went went to the phone call. My wife had said, Sis, I just prayed through. I just prayed through. A few days later, we was going to visit, and she called and she said, I can't wait to see y'all. She said, you're not going to know me when you see me. No, my. When we walked in, you know, she'd have worn a mask all of her life. You barely could. You, you know, backsliders do the worst job putting on makeup. First thing they do is cut their hair. Amen. Rejecting the authority that was over them. But anyway, she, we, we hadn't seen her face in 40 years. It's that painted up. And, and brother, brother, when we walked up to that screen door and she opened the door on the other side, 
I'm telling you, we all wept and sobbed. There was the most beautiful apostolic lady you ever saw. Shamefacedness, just, just the picture. She prayed true, folks. Don't get weary in praying. She said, I brought that name to this altar for a year now. Keep on praying. Keep on praying. Take that name. Take that need. Take that cause. Don't quit. Don't quit. Don't quit. God stores up the prayer. Whoa. My, 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 my. You, you just think of that woman that was, was a, a widowed when she was young and she went into the temple at daily, twice a day for prayer, just like mom did. And guess what? After I forget how many prayers that was, she's an old woman. And all of a sudden, what she had prayed for, what she had waited on, showed up. Hallelujah. Mine eyes have seen it now. Mine eyes have seen it now. Listen, don't get weary praying. That's just an addendum to this little message. But I've visited so many churches where the folks are weary. You know, let me read you an email. And now if he wrote one, he'd have a horrible addendum to it. Today is a perfect picture of how our 2020 has been. The church is full of water. Parenthesis had a severe storm yesterday. Messed up our roof. It had been raining all night long and filled the church with water. Had a funeral this morning of a faithful lady in our church. Boy, I can hear the weariness through this email. She was 49 years old, five kids, Died in one week and just now got word that Pastor Enrique died. He was a refugee from Venezuela. Took care of our Spanish work. He got COVID and was sick for about 10 days. Died away from home. Just he and his wife lived here in Brazil. We have a watch night service tonight. If we can get the water out of the church and it stops raining. Sad year. Two funerals on the last day of the year. Not good. Love you very much. Pastor Missionary Cleve Lambeth. Since then he's been to the pit with his cancer in his ear and all of that. Oh my. Could, could you sense the weariness in, you didn't hear his voice, but as you read this, you can sense, I'm weary with this. I've been fighting this battle. I'm tired from the battle. I'm weary. What a sad year. What a sad year. What a sad year. Man, I don't want to get you depressed talking about weariness, but it's all right to admit I'm weary. Pastor? We can talk revival and ask for them to pray for revival until everyone gets weary of praying for revival. Just keep on doing what's right, but I'm weary. When you fought the battle for a congregation, I've been there 47 years. I have to tell you, I get weary sometimes. 
weary sometimes. Just, just today my wife said, said uh, that little John, we call him JB3, he, he preached the message this morning, said the house was full of sinners, and they came to the altar this morning. And she said, you know, I think things have changed in the last few days. We had a breakthrough with Brother Chad Craig when he was there. He, he tapped it, and it's been different ever since. It's been liberty. And, and oh, oh, the refreshing when the Lord sends rain. When the Lord sends rain. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, I want some faith to grow in this house tonight. Faith to grow in this house tonight. Faith to grow in this house tonight. When I was, uh, I see how I can trim this down, and I'm going to do it. When I was just a, a young man, probably 11, 12 years old, in the mid-50s, down in eastern Oklahoma, uh, there was a, a, a period of time there, three or four years, out in Colorado, we kind of, it's pretty common to have a seven-year drought. We had a horrible drought in eastern Oklahoma. In about 55, 56, we, it was a horrible drought. I remember that it was, it was summertime, and we're used to having fall rains. The fall rains never came. It didn't snow that winter. It didn't rain that winter. It might a cloud come through, but there was there was no no water. Therefore, there was no hay to be harvested. There was uh, just the old dry pastures. Y'all know what I'm talking about. You can you can walk out through the field and press the grass down with your feet, and it just stays. It does not rise back up. It just the clear path of where you walk through that old dry grass, what little grass that was left. This, this is indelible upon my mind. I remember that farmers were selling their entire herds because there was no water and of the grass shortage. I remember cattle trucks from Iowa and other places coming down. You could hear the roar of the trucks as they backed up to the cattle chutes. Farmers were selling their cattle for, for dollars, just dollars, just, just settled them and to keep them from starving to death. I remember that. It was so very dry, very dry. And so almost every family in our community, we had to line up. Our cisterns and wells went dry. There was a little spring down. This, I, I preached this camp meeting over there and right where I used to live. There was grade schools across the street from the, from the campground. But uh, down that road, just uh, less than a mile, was an a Indian uh, campground, and it was called Silver Springs. They had a spring that ran year-round. It did not play out during that entire drought. But pickup trucks were lined up, buckets. My dad get in line, we'd take cream cans, you know, milk cans. We'd take any kind of buckets. We'd take everything we could down there. When it was our turn, we'd dip in that spring and, and uh, load it over into them cans. And that was even our drinking water. That was our, that was our bath water where you were allowed to wet a washcloth and wipe down pretty good. No such thing as getting in the tub on Saturday night and taking a bath. It was... It was uh, preserving all the water we could. 
There were, you walk out to the cow ponds that used to be, and there might be one little old circle of, of mud and the frogs leaping around it. I'll never forget. This, this, this stamped it on my mind. And, uh, and uh, you'd see the farmers in that eastern uh, part of Oklahoma as they drive down the roads and down the highway, and not highways, but the old dirt roads, when they saw one another, they'd always stop. You know, you, you can imagine that, that hand, stuck, uh, elbow stuck out to pick up and them on the other side. I've uh, listened to my dad and other men in the area talk about, boy, it's dry. We sure do need some rain. We got to have a rain. All their cattle sold. They didn't, they didn't have anything left. Uh, it, was, uh, it, was getting, it was getting really, really, really bad. And uh, they called community prayer meetings to meet in that old rock schoolhouse across the street from where, where the campground is. And they, the Baptist Church Christ, everybody had any religious belief at all, gathered together for community prayer meetings to pray, we got to have rain, we got to have rain. The only topic they ever talked about along the roads was rain. It's we got to have rain. Boy, it's dry. Man, it's dry. Now, I remember walking across the cornfield. Dad, by faith, just went ahead and planted some corn, and uh, it didn't rain. And uh, there's only a certain amount of time there that, that corn's going to germinate and sprout forth. And we kept, we walked, and I remember I could hear the weariness. I could, uh, I didn't look up at his eyes, but I could hear, and there was, there was tears in his voice. Boys, we got to have rain. If we don't have some rain, we're going to lose this crop. It's just, we just wasted our money putting these seeds in this crop. We got to have rain. We got to have rain. We got to have rain. Well, I've been in churches that dry. We got to have rain. We got to have rain. We got to have rain. <laughs> I'll, never, I'll never forget my old granddaddy. He had, he had an old beat up Chevy truck and uh, muffler didn't, it didn't probably drug it off somewhere on a rock. And. Uh, uh, the fenders was loose and rattled on the back of the bed, and uh, but uh, uh, there was a there was a gate down to the north. You come in front of our house, make a circle, and you can go out a whole half circle, go out the gate over there on the west. He come in that north gate, and of course all us kids we were all excited. Oh, here comes Grandpa! Come Grandpa Johnson! And so Grandpa Johnson he pulled up and. We all went out to the road in front of the house. It was actually our road, but we went out there and uh, all happy to see Grandpa. Grandpa had an old Stetson hat. It's all curled up, and he had it pulled down. And, and Grandpa, always he always uh, squinted when he talked to you. He pulled up to us. The first thing he said, he said, Boys, hit. That means it. You know, hit. You ever hear him say, boy, this here's hit, and if this ain't hit, I'm going to stay right here till hit comes along. <laughs> and that's, that comes from Kentucky or somewhere. But he said, he said, it's going to rain before daylight. Looked at us and we said, have you lost your brain, Grandpa? He said, I'm telling you, it's going to rain. 
how do you know it's going to rain? We didn't have radios, newspapers, nothing, just word of mouth. And Grandpa had come from his house a couple of miles over. He said, it's going to rain. He said, I can just tell it's going to rain. I just know it's going to rain. Oh, Grandpa, ain't a cloud in the sky and don't look like. And he said, I can just tell by looking yonder, it's going to rain. I said, okay, whatever. You know, we kind of laughed and told Mama in the back in the house, and Granddaddy come by here and said it's going to rain, and we all just laughed. We all just laughed, going to rain. Yep, okay, it's going to rain. So, uh, you know, there's one thing about it. Everybody got their washcloth and washed their feet before they got in Mama's bed. That sounds strange to y'all. That's, that's the way country boys was. You played out barefooted all day, but you better not get in Mama's bed without doing something about them. She called them your rusty feet. You, you wash your rusty feet. And, and we'd take what little dab of water we could collect and, and wipe our feet down and crawl up in the bed. And three boys in, the, in that one bed, me and Doug and Ronnie, and we climbed up in that bed. And uh, we went to sleep. Ain't hard for hard-playing country boys to go to sleep. So we went to sleep, and uh, we lay in there in the, in the middle of the night, all just sleeping away, just sleeping away. And all of a sudden, I sensed a flash to my eyes and immediately heard, boom! We all set up in the bed. What was that? And it flashed again, boom! And we realized, that's lightning, and that's thunder. And we jumped up, and, and we ran out on the porch. <laughs> and mom, mom and Daddy got up and went out there. And, and we was looking out there. And she said, boys, don't y'all go any further now. You're going to get struck by lightning. And Mama, she could read them clouds. She said, there is a cloud coming in. So there, it was a cloud coming in. And then there was lightning flashing everywhere. And boom, man, it was just booming away. And, and, and all of a sudden, am I taking y'all back somewhere? You ever smell rain when it hits dry dirt? You ever see the first big drops that hit that old dry dirt out there in that yard and makes a mud ball about that big? Oh, oh, it started to rain. It started to rain. Man, it was lightning and raining, the wind blowing, and, and, and all that, that water started running everywhere. And boy, mom and dad's on the porch, and all those kids, we was out there. All of a sudden, we couldn't take it no more. Me, me and the Johnson brothers, we ran out in that rain, and we just ran in that rain. Mom said, get yourself back in here. You're going to get struck by lightning. No, we ain't coming in. We're liking this rain. We're loving this rain. I'll tell you, we had a time. Well, it rained, and it rained, and it rained, and it rained, and it rained till daylight, and it rained all day, and it rained all night, and it rained for two weeks. It kept on raining, just kept on raining, and we all, I didn't hear anybody say, boy, I wish this rain had stopped. 
Let her rain. Fill the cow ponds up. Fill the crevices up. Water the grass. Water the cornfields. It rained. Did it rain? Did it rain? Did it rain? Did it rain? feel something pastor I feel something in this house I think I see a flash of light I think I just heard a boom it's going to rain it's going to rain oh Lather you've seen revival but you ain't seen revival like you're going to see revival I feel it in the Holy Ghost it's going to rain it's going to rain the church is going to stand up again. The church is going to rejoice again. We're going to fill this building to capacity. God's going to answer your prayer. Keep praying. God. I feel like we ought to do something in the Holy Ghost right here. It's going to rain. It's going to rain. Whereby God is going to confirm his inheritance. He's going to cause them to stand up again. Been beaten down by all these years, all these disappointments, everything that's happened, the declension, the going away, the folks that left. Oh, don't even worry about it. When it starts raining again, By the end of the year, their herds were restored. The new cattle on the fresh grass. Corn was growing that tall. It was, hey. Boy, just before it's over, God's going to restore everything. That's been talked about. That's been talked about. There's going to be restoration around here. I'm just in the Holy Ghost right now. I feel like telling you, don't you doubt it one minute. We're going to rejoice. That's right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I hear the booming of Holy Ghost thunder. They're coming. They're coming. They're coming. Loved ones are coming. Friends are coming. New people are coming. Get ready, church. Get ready, church. Hallelujah. Let's go ahead and rejoice in the Lord. work. Let the Holy Ghost restore your faith. Jesus, this ain't pie in the sky. This is a promise of God. This is a promise of God. Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Agree with me. Agree with me. We're about to see apostolic Holy Ghost revival. 
All the Bible studies that are seed that's been planted, they're in the ground. Drought was about to kill them, but drought's going to rain. Rain's going to come upon the seed that's been sown. 